to Alexandra Badzak, the Director and Chief Executive Officer of the Ottawa Art Gallery. Uh, welcome to Talking Travels and Other Stuff, Alexandra. How are you? How is it there? Thank you. Very good. It's a beautiful sunny spring day. Fab. Same here. <laughs> I'm in Brighton, so we are in our own little climate. Um, so could you tell us okay. about, or tell me uh, specifically, about um, Ottawa? Where is it exactly? And from what I know of Canada, it's, it's kind of very open spaces. Like, you know, they, how come you've got a great art gallery there? Well, right. So Ottawa is located in the province of Ontario, and that's kind of central east Canada. So we're about halfway between Toronto and, and Montreal. So those are kind of our two big markers. We're the capital of Canada. Uh, and yeah, absolutely. Canada is known for its vast spaces. We're a giant country, that's for sure. Um, but there's a bit of a, a kind of a cultural corridor that exists between uh, Montreal and and uh, and Toronto, and and Ottawa sort of smack right in between. And we're right on the border with Quebec, uh, so we've got a really interesting kind of francophone flair uh, that that comes into play. And and Ottawa, I would say, is one of Canada's best you know, best kept secrets in the sense that people think of it as, you know, the place where Parliament Hill is and, you know, it's it's the sort of official dumb of Canada, but it's got a complexity to it, right? It's got a lot of layers to it. It's, you know, it's got some interesting communities that are a part of it and yeah, it's got a lot of cultures. So absolutely, we've got, you know, the official museums and we got a lot of them just like, you know, London would have. Um, but then we've got this other layer, which is more about the city itself. And, you know, the Ottawa Art Gallery uh, is, is all about that. So we often talk about, you know, your day one trip uh, to Ottawa is doing, you know, Parliament Hill and maybe the National Gallery and the Museum of History. And your day two is, is getting into that sort of edgier bit, the crackly bits. Uh, and that's where, you know, you want to come visit the Ottawa Art Gallery. Fab, yeah, absolutely. And um, could visitors, if they came to Canada, would do, do they generally go to Montreal and Toronto? Queen Victoria actually um, chose this as the capital. Well, I think there's a lot of questions as to why Ottawa was chosen uh, by Queen Victoria at that time, uh, because at that moment, Ottawa was the bytown, uh, was bytown. Uh, that was the, the name of, of the city. It was kind of a lumber town and it wasn't particularly outstanding compared to Toronto or Montreal, which were quite bustling at that point in time. And they were more established as, as cities. But I think it was because it was kind of in between, uh, it probably had a strategic uh, element to it. So I think that's why the Queen uh, picked, uh, picked the city in the end. And I think what's sort of really special about it is that it sits kind of in between English and, and French Canada. Um, so it, it's a bit of a meeting space. And even uh, during the time of the Anishinaabeg Algonquin uh, uh, Indigenous peoples, it was always a place for meeting. It was, it was considered a meeting place. In fact, Ottawa means meeting, a meeting place. 
Uh, so I think just from that very notion that it's a place of gathering made sense for it to be the capital of Canada. Right, right. And is there, um, are there still a, a lot of references to Queen Victoria in the architecture? Yeah, we, we certainly have her all over the place. Uh, you know, one of the most, you know, probably particular uh, areas uh, is the, uh, what is it called? It's um, the Victorian Memorial Museum building, which is now, it's a beautiful building, but it's now uh, Canadian Nature uh, Museum. Um, but it was the birthplace for all of Canada's um, national museums. They all sort of existed in one building at one point in time, and that was the building. Um, so that exists about a mile away from Parliament Hill, and it kind of mirrors uh, the architecture of, of Parliament Hill, which, of course, takes a lot of its references uh, from that, from the Queen Victoria's period. Right. And have you got even the further back history from the, um, the Ottawa Indians? And then, obviously, like you said, you had... French Quebec and the um, the founding nations. Is it a kind of a bitty city still, or is it all kind of blended now? It's it's nicely blended. You know, I think that's the beauty of of Ottawa is that it has protected a lot of its historical sites, which is which is great. And so it has a bit of the Beaux Arts. It has you know the neo gothic and all of those combinations. Um, in terms of indigenous uh, architecture. I mean, that's, that's a little bit more um, elusive, I suppose, because in a lot of ways, uh, it wasn't uh, a settlement per se. Uh, it was a meeting place, um, but there are definitely, you know, significant references. And, and the Museum of History was actually um, designed by a, by a Métis uh, artist, uh, architect, I should say, Douglas Cardinal. So it's got some beautiful sort of landscape references built into it. Um, so I think Ottawa is a beautiful blend of both, you know, historical and now uh, a growing contemporary architectural style. And the Ottawa Art Gallery is kind of, a, you know, a represent and our expansion is a representation of kind of that new style. Yes. So when was the um, art gallery actually built first? And then obviously it has expanded. Yes. So we first uh, occupied what was an old county courthouse. Uh, called um, Arts Court, uh, and we were in that for many, many years. We're a fairly young organization. We're only, you know, just over 35 years old. Um, but our expansion happened in 2018. That's when we opened, and it was wonderful. It was this huge fanfare. In a lot of ways, I think the OEG expansion kind of represented like a new wave of, of architecture for, for big cultural institutions. So it wasn't built as kind of this you know, this institution on an island to itself, like, a, like say, the National Gallery was or the Museum of History, it was built to be in the heart of things. So it's right in the downtown core. Uh, it's connected to the university. It's very close to a major shopping center. It's hooked in directly with a condo uh, and a boutique hotel. So it's really this idea of being really interconnected. Uh, so when we opened, I mean, we, we saw record numbers way beyond anything that we could possibly have imagined because we really designed it as a place where people could feel very comfortable to come in. So it's free. It's open nine to nine, seven days a week. And the idea is that it's just a place you flow in, you have a drink with your friends, talk about art or shoes or whatever <laughs> you feel comfortable <laughs> with. But that is really you're kind of your second home. Fab, wow, that's that's quite cool. And it differs then because you've got, is it 14 other museums? In the yeah, city? we have a lot of competition there. And so when we were designing uh, the gallery, we were really thinking through that. So what is our unique offering 
what is our niche here in, in the capital? And we really did feel that we needed to be that place where all culture was being celebrated, that we were really, you know, amplifying the voices of, of our regional artists. So we work very much in complement to the National Gallery, whose job it is to, you know, to tell Canada's story. Well, our job really is to tell that unique of Ottawa Gatineau, because uh, of course we do cover a lot of the, the French side of the river as well uh, with, with Gatineau to tell those artist stories. And, and we do that in a way that isn't in a vacuum. So we're always having conversations with other national artists and, and doing international partnerships. Um, but we're able to go, I suppose, a little edgier. We're able to move a little faster and be more responsive to our community than, say, some of the national institutions. Yeah, absolutely. So are you the kind of gallery that um, promotes emerging artists as well? Yeah, we definitely focus in on, I mean, we, we cover artists from all, all sort of ranges or spectrums of their career. Um, but we do I recognize that we need to give emerging artists a platform for, for their work. That's, that's really important. And, and this year, going through COVID, more than anything, it's become extremely important that we're supporting these artists because, of course, they're one of the hardest hit sectors uh, due to COVID. Yeah, yeah. And um, just going off questions a little bit, um, Ottawa's got a heck of a lot of young people. Um, is there a massive student community? Is it a big place to kind of learn art and kind of art in university or workshops because it's a lovely place to live and things like that? Absolutely. So, you know, Ottawa is one of those really affordable places to live. Uh, so that's why I think it's so attractive for a lot of young professionals and a lot of students. We've got tons of universities and colleges. So that's, I think, an, an important play. Um, and we're right next door in Kitty Corner to uh, the um, University of Ottawa, and they have a fairly significant visual arts department. Uh, and then the other uh, university, Carleton University, has a really important curatorial uh, department. So we're nicely complemented there. And then we've got the Ottawa School of Art and Albuquerque College, which is more of a technical college that teaches uh, art skills. So we've got a lot of, you know, sort of rumination and growth uh, from a student body there uh, of potential artists that we like to connect in with uh, constantly. But, you know, Ottawa is also a great space for artists. There's, you know, you can afford to have a studio space, uh, which again is not something that's easy to find in, in some of the bigger centres like, say, Toronto. Why? Absolutely. And that's quite good. If there's a young community, there's going to be a lot of creativity as well. Um, I have actually heard of the photographer, Roland Blast. Is he uh, a local guy? And Alan Andre, um, who's... Yes, yeah, no, I mean, these are all people that we, we pay attention to and are working with. In fact, Aunt, uh, Aunt Alan is uh, uh, working with us through a collective called the Ottawa Black Arts Collective. Uh, and we're working on a joint project uh, with, with them to do a, a mentorship mural project for female emerging mural art, Black mural artists. Oh my God. Uh, because we were, we were sort of told we do a lot of work, uh, consultation work with, with various communities, in particular over this last year with the Black uh, arts community. Uh, and that was one of the things that we heard, that there was a fairly strong sort of street art presence for a lot of male artists, uh, Black artists, but there wasn't for a lot of female Black artists. So we heard that and we decided to build out a pro project um, that's linking a more senior female uh, black mural artist 
with a couple of emerging uh, Black female artists from our community. And that's going to be uh, happening in our, in our actual exhibition space so that people will be able to see uh, the mural being created kind of live, you know, when people are allowed back in the building. Uh, but we're also going to be obviously uh, uh, taping it, videotaping it as well, live streaming it. Um, and so, you know, that's just an example of, of having our, our ear to the ground, listening to what's happening, you know, sort of on the street and then being able to be quite responsive and working with artists on projects. Yeah, that's such a cool idea. Yeah, and bringing it into the gallery space. I mean, that was another thing that we heard. It, it's fine to be able to support um, a lot of artists who work in, in murals uh, on the street. But it's, it's another thing to sort of translate that into the gallery space. And, and that was another thing that we learned a lot uh, through the last uh, year is, is that when it comes to a lot of emerging Black artists in particular, um, they're not coming through the rather regular channels like the university programs or college programs. You know, they, they've come from being, you know, sort of mentored by, by their, their fellow colleagues, artists. Um, or they have an Instagram practice. And so it really opened our eyes that we need to look for artists in different ways uh, and, and work with them to, to get their, their, um, their work uh, so that it it's fits within the gallery setting. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Wow. And do you know, have you got any um, idea when that's going to happen or not yet? Yeah, so we just close the call uh the jury's met uh, and so we're going to be announcing that i think it's the late may that we're going to be announcing the artists oh crap uh, and then they'll start working right away lovely and um any other artists that you would recommend have you got your eye on anybody have you kind of well you know i can't really say as director i have to be very careful <laughs> about this right i can't pick favorites uh, there's just so many right uh, i mean that, that's the that's the very cool thing about uh, ottawa as well is that it's it's got a lot of hidden talent. A lot of people don't pay attention to it because it exists between the vortex of, of Ottawa, uh, Toronto and Montreal, mm. but it's got a real burgeoning, very strong arts community. Um, and I'll maybe leave it at that because I mean, <laughs> so many would be hard to pay. <laughs> Are you actually from um, Ottawa? I'm not actually, I'm from the West. So uh, what's called Saskatchewan, one of the prairie provinces. Um, so when I came to Ottawa, like I said, it was a, it was a big surprise because I just thought it was a boring, sleepy, kind of bureaucratic town. Uh, and then to discover that now it's got some really cool layers to it. You know, there's got some neat neighborhoods that are up and coming. It's a foodie town, so it loves its, its food and its restaurants. Um, and so, yeah, no, it's got some, some very interesting layers, very diverse communities as well. Um, so how difficult have, has it been for galleries to kind of keep calm and carry on during the pandemic? Yeah, that's a nice <laughs> way to put it. <laughs> it's been really challenging. And, you know, I, I will say it's, it, we're not unique in any way. I know all cultural institutions, all, all businesses are, are struggling with this. Um, but, you know, we've gone through a roller coaster of being open, closed, open, closed, open, closed. And so what it's done is really forced us uh, to, to forefront uh, all of our digital programming. I mean, we were into it, but we weren't that into it before, right? So, you know, I think the research has said that the museum sector, which our galleries are part of, grew in their digital um, you know, sort of abilities in six months, what was probably going to take five years. 
So we have to like rapidly build capacity that way. So that's, that's one of the big ones. And then, you know, we quickly realized that um, what was really important is that we got money in the hands of artists uh, because they were suffering, you know, the, the market were drying up. Um, they weren't being able to participate in things because of, you know, festivals and other things were being closed. Um, so we, we very quickly tried to build out some group exhibitions so that, again, we are getting as many artists participating uh, as much as possible. Uh, and so we were able to move quickly on that. And, and we did a lot of the new exhibitions that we have right now are reflective of COVID um, because, you know, we, we didn't feel like we could produce exhibitions that weren't in some ways engaging with the topics yeah. Uh, of COVID. So, you know, the, the exhibitions that we have open right now, um, uh, Sheltered in Place, is, is looking at portraiture, uh, both as a traditional medium, but as a way of reflecting on the fact that, like, like this, <laughs> uh, this uh, Zoom call, we're all looking at each other and our community and our families constantly and and they're being filtered in different ways so the, the other exhibition that we have is called filtered uh, and again it's looking at how technology is kind of filtering our connection uh, with each other so it's been really really fun and interesting to engage in that but uh, yeah of course it's been challenging uh, but what can I say we've, we've kept the gallery open when we can uh, because we feel that we have a role to play from a mental health perspective uh, as, a, as a third space where you can come and relax and just, you know, have your communion with art in a very safe and healthy way. Um, but of course, uh, respecting all the, the health and safety guidelines. Um, but we've had to close. And, and when we do, we switch very quickly to, to move our stuff onto a, a digital platform. Yeah, yeah. And has that affected future programming? Because, you know, you've got to change it around and kind of really play it by ear, really. It's really been a time of experimentation, for sure. So I think a lot of our, us are, are wondering how much of the digital side of things will continue. And, and I suggest they're probably going to, to continue um, in a hybrid fashion. So when we conceive of exhibitions, I think we're going to think of them in the physical space, but then we're also going to be thinking of how they manifest in a digital way, in a virtual way. So I think that's going to just build out uh, our thinking. And of course, we've had to build capacity staff-wise to kind of handle that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to be ongoing. I mean, I think there's some big questions about how museums and galleries and cultural institutions can monetize the digital side of things. Um, I think that's maybe not going to be as successful. Now, thankfully, the Ottawa Art Gallery doesn't have to rely too much on that, but a lot of the festivals, and, and Ottawa has a lot of wonderful festivals, um, they do rely on, on ticketing their events. And so if they have to move uh, into more of a hybrid practice where there's a lot more digital output, you know, will they be able to, to monetize that? So that's a big question mark. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are, um, with the exhibition or coining the phrase, Ottawa, you, your art is here, is that... A, a general thing or was that kind of coined for um the kind of pandemic it really is uh you know it, it represents the ottawa art gallery in the sense that we are here for ottawa we're here to amplify the the voices of our artists but you know there's no doubt uh, as we go through the pandemic and then the post-pandemic there is very much desire to keep people at home 
uh, for a while until we're truly and truly safe and out of this. And so this idea of celebrating the art that's here, uh, that it belongs to us, uh, that we can be proud of it is all part of that kind of campaign. And, and that's why, you know, we're, we're, we're really pushing out artist stories so that people just get to know and have a lot of pride uh, with, with the artists that we have. And, and yes, that's for a, a local uh, regional artist uh, uh, audience. Um, but I think, you know, globally, what we're finding through being able to share things uh, digitally, that we're having a far greater reach than we ever had before. Yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, it is quite we're all embracing technology. So, you know, whether it's via Instagram, you know, and Zoom and just kind of websites and sharing things, you know, I, it's just expanded my my reach as well. So, I can imagine. <laughs> and, um, oh, great. It's just, you mean, you're making it sound like such a cool city and you've got the... You have to come visit when it's possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the tulips, the tulips. The tulips. <laughs> Exactly. And is it true that um, Sandra O oh and Alanis Morissette come from Ottawa? They do indeed. Yes, we've got some amazing alumni. So um, <laughs> I have not met either of them, though, I will say. But yes, Dan Aykroyd, also from, oh. from the region, too. Paul Anka, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got some. We got some Margaret Atwood. I'm not sure if you're. Oh, I love with Margaret, Margaret Atwood. Atwood. I should have known yeah. that. Damn. Oh, I was just chopped with those two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we got some famous people. <laughs> and um, just one final question, which is just kind of off the beaten track of the um, of the art gallery, if you don't mind, because I'm sure. kind of. Um, interested in the the up and coming neighborhoods and um, you know yeah. different areas, different places where you can go that are cool that have got the, the um, you know the, the like the cafe bars or the street markets. Yeah, absolutely. So you know what's lovely about where we are uh, in the city is we're right next to the Byward Market, uh, and so that's a place where there's an open market, but then there's all of these restaurants and and bars and patio spaces all within you know a certain amount of of city blocks and so and what's lovely of course is that's right next to the National Gallery and right next to Parliament Hill so you know within that one day you can take in a lot of, of culture on a whole bunch of different levels uh, and then there's some up-and-coming neighborhoods so there's definitely a Chinatown which is really unique and exciting and then there's uh, um, Westboro and Hintonburg neighborhoods that's starting to really be known for their their foodie um, uh, experimentation so there's lots of new and very cool and small restaurants that are that are uh, popping up around there so there's definitely you know there's a there's a good three-day visit in Ottawa nice <laughs> lovely and do you how is it do you get um have you got subway or um do you walk we do yeah we have a, a light rail transit uh, that gets you around pretty easily um that's expanding so that's that's kind of nice it's got a good bus system as well but it's a really walkable city too uh, it's got a lot of trails, so from a biking perspective, it's easy to get around. And, and literally, you can walk across the bridge and be in Quebec, in uh, the city of Gatineau. Uh, and in fact, that's where uh, the Canadian History Museum is as well. So again, really walkable. You can rent a bike and go all around or a scooter and, and get yourself uh, around very easily in Ottawa. Full of green spaces, too. I mean, I think that's the beautiful thing it's got three, four rivers, lots of green spaces uh, to get around. Wow, yeah. 
Sounds delightful. I mean, obviously, because it's not the big, big city. I can't believe it's the capital. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it very strange, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of, because it, you don't expect it's kind of like Washington and New York. I sort of think of it that way a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, crap. Oh, well, Alex, you made it sound very inspiring. Good. <laughs> well, I hope you come visit and please encourage your your my listeners yeah. uh, to, to come visit Ottawa because it really is a cool space and, and Canada would love to see everybody when, when it's right and when the time comes. Brilliant. Well, listen, it was wonderful to get to know you. Lovely. Thanks for your time. Have a good day. Take care. Cheers. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. That's all, folks. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. What fun's been. There's no harm in following a first class ballet. I think I'm right. Don't worry, she doesn't mind.